on Reform Jellicle, the show that I do weekly with AD Robles. It's a great show. We do it live streaming on all the social media sites, YouTube, Periscope, Facebook. And so you, you can interact with the show and be part of it. But one of the things that we talked about was the saying, the mantra, whatever you want to call it, that we as conservatives think the left is wrong, they're factually wrong, their arguments are wrong, but they think we're evil. They think we're racist, misogynist, homophobic, all that stuff. We think their arguments are wrong, poor government policy, poor tax policy, poor foreign policy. They think we're evil. And I said, I'm done with that. Because I think they are the ones that are evil. And what happened last night in Michigan reinforces that point for me. And I want to talk about that. I want to talk about that because we are in a battle, guys. We are in a war. We're in a civil, cold, slash, warm war that is heating up. And we can't be afraid to call evil, evil. We got we call good good and evil evil. Remember the Bible warns us about that. It says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. And that's where we're at. That's where we are at. And we need to remind ourselves of this because we need to accurately count the cost. Jesus tells us who goes to war without first counting the cost? Who builds a tower without first counting the cost? And I want to talk to you about what happened in Michigan yesterday, just to give you an update on the election stuff, but also to strengthen yourselves, to resolve in yourselves the fight that is ahead, to prepare yourselves, prepare prepare your family. Yes, your family. We're going to talk about that. Welcome to the show. My name is Matt Williams. Thank you for listening and sharing the show. Guys, it's been amazing. Ever it's we've doubled our numbers every every week, every every week for the past couple of weeks we've been doubling our numbers. It's been fantastic, and just want to thank everyone for sharing, commenting, contributing. You guys are a blessing. I really appreciate it. We're part of the Fight Laugh Feast Network. Over to flfnetwork.com. Put an HDBT in a memo field. You'll get a sweet mug like the ones behind me, fifteen ounces, tons of other benefits. But most of all, you'll be helping us as we are fighting this battle and going to get canceled and getting shadow banned and all of these negative effects. It is allowing us to build our own platforms and become independent where we are not going to be beholden to anyone. And it ensures that you will hear our voices. You will continue to be blessed and encouraged, not by just this show, but all of the shows on the network. So go over to flfnetwork.com and join so many people that have answered the call and joined us and partnered with us as we proclaim the lordship of Jesus in every area of life. See, this is the solution, guys. The solution isn't ultimately Donald Trump. The solution isn't ultimately trying these traitors for treason that are overthrowing our government, if proven. It is not, the solution is not getting an accurate vote count. That is not it in and of itself. Although all of those things need to happen. The traitors need to be tried for treason. And if proven to be traitors, they need to be punished to the full extent of the law because it's been criminal what they've been doing. And it's not just a solution that Trump has put in office, although he did win the votes, in my opinion. He did win the popular vote. Sidney Powell came out and said he believes, she believes and can prove Donald Trump got 80 million votes. And currently, the, tattles at set, the, the total is at 76 million votes 
and that is uh, yet to be seen. All those things need to happen. But all of those things will not save us. It does not save us spiritually. It does not save us individually. It does not save us corporately. It does not save us as a country. But coming back and repenting as individuals, as churches, as families, and as our country, that we need to stand on the rock of Jesus Christ. And then he will heal our lands. And then he will bless us again. And I just find it so encouraging where I read things from Linwood, one of the attorneys for Donald Trump, who says, today is a good day to read Hebrews 11, also Ephesians 6. When we are confronted with difficult situations or what appears to be chaos, maintain your faith. Trust God. Truth is our strongest weapon. And he says, read my pin tweet. God bless America. God bless you. And God bless all. And in order for us to receive those blessings, thinking about in church when we end the church services, we raise our hands and we talk about number six. Number six, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee. All of those blessings. In order to receive them, we must humble ourselves and pray and seek his face. And we need to get comfortable with saying that. The left is very comfortable in telling us to bow down to their gods. The left is very comfortable with getting us and telling us we need to worship at their altars. We need to re refine in ourselves again the ability to preach the gospel. That is, every knee needs to bow to Christ. And if we want to restore this nation, that is the call we must, must make. There is nothing neutral. There is nothing that is not religious. It is either you're going to worship science, you're going to worship the state, the state's going to take care of you, the, the labs and the studies, those are the authoritative things in our life, or it's going to be God. It's going to be the Bible. There's nothing neutral. You've got to worship somebody, as Bob Dylan says. And we got to be, we got to be comfortable and get really bold about preaching that message once again, because when this is all said and done, and when we win this battle, like I think we will, that's where we need to point people. All of these calls for truth and justice are elements of the ultimate truth and the ultimate just one, Jesus Christ. And that is what we got to remember to point people to. We're not pointing people to Americanism. We're not patriots for patriots' sake. We're not Americans for Americans' sakes. But we identify with those truths because of what they once meant. And it was the foundation. Not all the founders were Christians, but all of them had a foundation of the Bible. You read John Locke's Two Treaties of Government. It was one for one. The Bible says this, God created this, and therefore government should do this. Therefore man is freedom to do this. Therefore your rights are this. And until we get back to being comfortable enough to declare his lordship, and to use the Bible to give people rights, not saying you have to be a Christian or we're going to execute you like the jihadist. That's not what we're talking about. We're just talking about if you're going to live in our society, then you are going to submit to the lordship of Jesus, even if you don't call himself personally a lord. You're going to obey the freedoms and the laws that God has provided for us. Not everyone was a Christian. 
and the beginning of the country. But they all had agreed to the Judeo-Christian principles. Christians don't think Jews are saved and are going to heaven. Not it, not them in and of themselves, but they need Christ just like everybody else. But yet they were Judeo-Christian principles. So that's what we need to return to. We need to return to that. <clears throat> Check this out. This is absolutely astonishing, guys. Like, there is so much evidence. And then we're going to get to what happened in Michigan. Georgia poll manager says voting machines arrived at her precinct unsealed, unlocked, serial numbers not matching the documentation and the green barcode tags that are supposed to cover the door covering the memory card was broken. How many anecdotal evidence proofs do we need until we've proven the systemic problem? I have been hearing about systemic racism for the longest time with isolated incidents that were bad. But it's proved the rule that there's systemic racism. How many incidents of fraud and miscalculations and irregularities and statistical data and all of these witnesses, how many of these do we have to have until we can start saying there's systemic fraud? Why is it so easy to prove systemic racism, but systemic fraud is unprovable? I don't understand. I don't understand it at all in the Georgia. All right, we're going to get to the Michigan. We got a video clip of what happened. Actually, before the video clip, I'm going to tell you about the story of what happened. There's been misinformation going around the internet, and I am here to tell you what happened from the best of my ability. But first, we got to tell you about Samaritan Ministries. <clears throat> Let's be honest. Talking about health insurance is not something anyone really likes to do. It can be confusing with lots of jargon. Plus, who really knows what is actually going to take care of? That's why Samaritan Ministries is a healthcare option you should consider. It's not insurance. It's Christians sharing healthcare costs and encouraging one another when there's a medical need. Samaritan members know that when an illness or injury happens, fellow members have their backs. Here's how it works. There's no network restrictions. You choose your doctor, hospital, pharmacy. Send your medical bills to Samaritan Ministries. They notify other members to send you money to help you pay your shareable bills, which in some cases could include therapeutic massage and alternative medical practices. Samaritan members send a fixed amount every month directly to another member, and that cost for one person could be as low as $75. You can join Samaritan Ministries any time of year. Why not today? Learn more at SamaritanMinistries.org, SamaritanMinistries.org, SamaritanMinistries.org. So what happened in Michigan in Wayne County was there was so much irregularities. There was so much fraud. There was so much confusion, for lack of a better term, that two people that certify the county said they could not certify the county. Two out of two, the two Republicans. And then they went on a break. Or they left it at that. And then, two hours later, after getting doxxed, threatened, their families threatened, their families doxxed, their names were listed, their kids were listed, their kids' schools were listed. After all that, they came back and changed their mind. And then after that, it looks like after they voted to certify, they refused to sign the documents. So I don't know exactly what all that means, but Donald Trump seems to be pretty happy about it. He's saying they're patriots for it. But just think about that, guys. Think about it. 
think about what place we are in as a country where when we stand for what we think is right, not saying we're going to count these votes or not these votes, just saying simply we are unsure about what happened and you get doxxed, which means your information gets put out to the internet to be threatened and to be harassed. That means your kids get threatened and harassed. The pressure is immense. I can't imagine it. But just to take a stand of saying, I can't have confidence in the elections, this is the result. I don't wanna live in this country. I don't wanna live in the country where we have to fear thugs, that we have to fear the enemy, the left, because we're making a stand. I don't want to live in this country and I refuse and I'm going to fight with every drop of sweat and blood that I have in every effort that I can to not let my kids grow up in this country where the opposition party is threatening my family's life because I am making a principled stand. Here is a taste, a taste of what I'm talking about. And what that tells us is you, Miss Monica Palmer from which has a history of racism, are deciding to enable and continue to perpetuate the racist history of this country. And I want you to think about what that means for your kids who probably go to and when they see all their black classmates and they know that I want you to think about what this means for your kids who probably go to redacted. They redact it because it's the school they go to. I don't know what to say to this. I don't know how to respond to this. But to say, this is not the country I'm going to live in. And I hope this strengthens you and gives you the courage to say the same. And we are going to do whatever we can right now through the law, right now through encouraging other people, right now it's encouraging our representatives, the governors, the legislatures to do what is right. And then we press for these people to be tried for the crimes they're committing for their intimidation, for their threats. That is not allowed in this country. That is not allowed in the country we're going to live in. And you see, it goes back, guys, because you see, the two people gave in. Even though they knew it was not right, they voted to certify. They didn't sign the documents, so that seems to be good, but they still gave in. Why is that important for us to remember? Because it's easy to be courageous, including myself. I'm not trying to say that I'm more brave than these two or more brave than anyone else, but all of us, we just all need to remember this, that it's easy to have courage before the bullets fly, figuratively, literally. It's easy for us to have courage before we enter the battle. But when it happens, it is not going to be enough that we believe in what is right, but we need to have our confidence in Christ 
who is not only going to take care of ourselves, but our families that will be exposed as well. And you may be saying, it's not worth jeopardizing my family. It's not worth exposing where my kids go to school. It's not worth exposing and putting my kids at risk. What do you think this country was built on? What do you think our patriots risked? What do you think the families of our founding fathers risked? What do you think Christians risked in persecuted countries? I don't understand. I don't want my family to be be involved. I don't want them to be threatened. But where did we get this that we will stand up for what is right and do what is right as long as it doesn't cost too much? Whatever that is, our family, ourselves, our finances, that's not going to win any battles. It's not going to win any wars. And we better be purging ourselves of sin, repenting of sin, and finding ourselves fixed on Christ because that is the only way we're going to stand against this. It's time to get hard. It's time to get big. And it's time to resolve in ourselves that this is not the country we're going to live in.